Jasmine. What else? Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter, the first. Girl. Mm. Delrisha, Beyonce knows. The God, Beyonce knows. Um, the saint. The deity. The, the saint. Um, you know, I feel like when Frank Ocean come in, what's the king to mob? <laughs> <laughs> what's a mob to a king? What's a king, what's to, a a king god? to a god? That was Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, it was it was about her and her being. Absolutely, I agree. Was a god to a non-believer? They don't matter because they don't understand Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just so thankful that she decided to bless our Black History Month yet again. Yes! Um, <laughs> again! I just, I'm just always sure she probably did something on Februaries for a long time, you know? Yeah. Maybe just niggas wasn't as involved on Twitter just yet. Beyonce the beehive was, wasn't, wasn't formulated. Exactly. Beyonce said, look... I know it's Black History Month. I want to make sure I am cemented in this motherfucker. Like, because y'all wipe me from uh, Country Music Award websites. Y'all always trying to not give a bitch her due. So, but I'm still, do. like this, Ooh, I rise. I rise. Still, I rise. <laughs> I rise and I rise. <laughs> When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. (laughs) And I have shown you that when you think of Beyonce in the history books, you will recall her as black. You will say her name as feminist. You will count it all joy that this here Black History Month was made better because she comes as one, but she stands as 10,000. Oh, yes. Speak this word. My God. Mm. And then just to... So Blue gonna be a big sister. I'm, I'm so proud and thankful for that. And <laughs> I just need to know what we calling the twins. Cause, or it could just be the twins because... I mean, the ATL. In fact, Mariah, you keep them babies. The girls at ATL got to come off the, the twins because they ain't no longer the twins. Um. I don't, yeah, no, nobody. Well, I feel like the original, the twins, are Tia and Tamara. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. All these legends. All these yeah. legends. And these Amber, you a twin. I feel like I am shit. a twin. Why, why am I not a twin right now? I am a twin. Chanel Matthews is a twin. All the bad bitches I know is twins. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you a bad bitch, too. Look at me in the gang- Google Hangout. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm left out like shit. Y'all left out. They best they gonna be like, look, the twins were in your family, yes or no? Yes or no? Cause Beyonce out here having twins, I got two too. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say I am a twin. I am a first twin, and the rumor has it that the first twin can always have twins. But you know, black people be coming out with shit like that. Or it's easier for them to have twins or something like that. 
You got Jay-Z on the fucking title website. Like when you go to title is like activist Jay-Z. Like this nigga has completely changed and turned his life around. Do you hear me? Jay-Z might make a run for president. Like that is how far he has come. Like uh, I can't. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it do? tired that was a lot literally i was hoping that maybe we could do like a uh when beyonce dropped the news about these babies Mm. i was hoping we could like go into a like a special segment like 45 minutes of beyonce's greatest moments but then i realized like this is only us running this show and who the fuck is gonna pull (laughs) together all that content (laughs) i I'm just like saying. nigga, you can't go into a special edition without with just two people with full time jobs. What you mean? Especially a nigga that's in Puerto Rico, not by her own wheel. <laughs> <laughs> we accountable to shit like people to people. <laughs> accountable like what you want me to do today? No. Beyonce came out. With this Sears slash Jay Z photography today. <laughs> that no, don't get me wrong. I Sears fucks it up, right? Like I got a few pictures in a third grade in my Sunday's best holding the umbrellas and stuff in my mama living room personally. Um, and Beyonce was like, y'all need this back, but I'm just gonna give it a little more elegance. You know this bra I got on cost a solid two thousand dollars. Um <laughs> I'm gonna be out here looking like, you know, the the sun god. And y'all also need this to take a break from all these headlines. I know Trump is out here. By the way, not calling that nigga that name anymore. That nigga is officially nine to me. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. But <laughs> nine <laughs> out here fucking up lives, tearing up families, getting us on the brink of war. Y'all need y'all need to think about black futures for a little while. <laughs> I'm just, having twins. <laughs> twins. <laughs> Two for one special. Can I get a make pick two? Black History Month edition, baby. What? I'm hoping and praying we get some exclusive content of her finding out that she was having twins. Um, oh, has to. <laughs> Ooh, we have to. Jasmine, what a great idea. Because, like, I'm a twin, as Jasmine mentioned before. And my mom didn't know she was having twins until after I was born. <laughs> like, she went through what she was supposed to do that day. And then they were like, guess what? Surprise. 
There's another heartbeat, and my mom was like, "That's that's my heartbeat." What you what you mean? <laughs> what you mean? I, I'm done. What you mean? I hear I'm about crying. I know I can't feel my lower body right now, but <laughs> y'all, nigga, what? So you mean to tell me there are two heartbeats happening simultaneously right now? Still? <laughs> The homies is on the way with Andre and cigars right now. You mean to tell me I'm not done? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd done my part. Like, what I had mean? a baby today. I don't know what y'all did. <laughs> and from from what I've been told about the healthcare system, if I am ordering two, you could tell me that before I got here on this here delivery day. So you mean to you tell did? me, Amber? You were born, you and your twin were born, and your mama only had half the shit from the baby shower. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama went to the hospital like shit thinking she was prepared. (laughs) Um, Do you have another one of those onesies in purple, maybe? Because these is two babies, and it's December. Do you have another coat? Because uh, you, you have twins now, Miss Phillips. There's only this is all you, one and two. One and two. Both of those are yours. It's only Congratulations. It's only one crib at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I solidly only have one stroller. Girl, that's literally the story. My grandmother and aunts went to like all the stores the next day and were like, well, let's go get two of things. We're going to have to get another one of everything we just got. So <laughs> that's my birth story, y'all. Shout out to Allison and Phillips, my twin sister, the love of my life. I came into this world with another black woman. So just know that's why I keep fucking y'all up the way I do. I say <laughs> I just feel like my birth story is pretty lit as well. I did not come here with another person. The soundtrack... <laughs> Well, salt and peppers push it. So <laughs> I had no choice but to be the king of the south, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> of course we have great birth stories, Jasmine. <laughs> Who knew? That was awesome. <laughs> this is gonna be our Puzzler surprise winning um I don't <laughs> Some kind of one of these podcasts gotta win some kind of award because I mean we're just giving y'all gems, goddamn shit. Goddamn. Also, shout out to I know we don't do shout outs to the end of the show, but if I don't, I I need to get this out now. But shout out to I was literally when I tell y'all Jasmine and I are literally hustling to like bring y'all this fire once a week. (laughs) My black ass is sitting on the bus. Right. Because literally I've been reviewing my finances and I just cannot afford to be on this Uber everywhere lifestyle. Like I need to quit. Like it's absurd. You got to delete your Uber anyway. I got to delete my Uber anyway. So I've just been encouraged because who knows when the head of Lyft is going to say some fucked up shit. So I'm like, get there. I'm encouraged to like get my shit together, you know, not saying that I initially Ubered everywhere. Anywho, my point is my ass was on the bus 
And this woman comes up to me like, are you Amber from the Black Joy mixtape? And I'm like, word. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. That's... <laughs> I hope you don't think I'm famous because I'm not. Girl, I would I'm just sitting here listening to Lemonade like everybody else in the country, you know, trying to make my way home after a long day at the office. Girl. <laughs> I can't get myself together. <laughs> Wait. We needed this love today, girl. I'm in tears. Uh, the whole time I was like, I can't wait till this happens to Jasmine and I'm around to see it. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm such a nigga. I'd be like, hold on. Are you the feds? What you doing? <laughs> I'd be legit forgetting. Says that who? I'd be forgetting. That I am jazzed to KOS on Wednesday evening. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm solidly Jasmine Walker. Okay. <laughs> um, so when y'all niggas come up to me and stuff, I it still be like, the fuck who you talking to? Jasmine gonna be like, I ain't take nothing. I ain't take nothing. <laughs> I swear it was not me. Don't. Because also. I'm from Jackson. Jasmine, that's such your personality to think you did something, <laughs> something wrong. Because what happened, some trauma happened to me <laughs> coming up. So, not saying that black people look alike. I'm just saying that black girls from the Deep South, we, like, got high cheekbones. We, like, you know, we have a lot of common features. So, one day, I was in the Metro, which is the mall <laughs> in Jackson, I was a senior, and long story short, these girls came up to me trying to fight me because they thought I was somebody else. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I don't know y'all from a can of paint. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. I can imagine how that might have you do a pause anytime somebody <laughs> runs up on you. Do you understand? Like, yes, I do. <laughs> So since then, I just don't like people rolling up on me all fast, you know. Like, so I'm not saying. But y'all can exactly (laughs) come up to Jasmine's ass. Please do, especially if I'm around. Goddamn, because I'm loving as a motherfucker. I'm just cautious. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Anywho, I'm so thankful we laughing because <laughs> my God, they trying to take our laughter from us, y'all. They trying to kill us, man. Literally, don't let that Beyonce shit distract y'all because for real, it's still a war out in these streets, and we about to tell you how. But shout out to Helen, that was literally an amazing experience. Someone uh, shout out uh, stopped me before as well, but this was like just a really. It was a good day because I think I'm just waiting for the moment where like we act in a fucking fool and this happens and you'd be like, them, them bitches from the Black Joy mixtape, goddamn. Um, All right. so I guess we just I guess we have to <laughs> get into the bullshit. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
let me preface this by letting y'all know that Trump from now on, this is, I said this the last time I'm saying this nigga name. From, from now on, he nine. And this is why. So our friends, like a lot of these real great people are calling him 45 because he's the 45th president. Cool. I think 45 is just too long for me. Too long for my spirit. It just, so many syllables. And I just feel like he don't deserve that many syllables in my life. So what I need (laughs) is, you know, some shorter. So I figure every time Trump talk, nothing nothing he say add up. So in these times, we got to let this nigga know that we add real well. Four plus five is nine. So, <laughs> standing a nine. Fuck nine. Fuck 12. We ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just go with it. If Jasmine says we're calling Donald Trump nine, we're calling John- Donald Trump nine. I, I love it. Did, I didn't go over this with you. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to follow. I get what's happening though. I don't even know why we call 12 12. So that might be on my tightly knit upbringing. <laughs> I don't either, but 12 works. And you know, it's, <laughs> I just it's feel like. Commonly understood that we call the cops 12, right? Yes, we call them 12. So I just feel like we just be like nine. You know, we got this whole inner language that's had, hey, white people that's listening to us, us y'all good white folks. <laughs> don't don't be telling your friends that he nine now. Goddamn. Don't tell Donald Trump that we call him nine now, okay? We just gave you some exclusive shit now. You gotta keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking about white people, I did wanna also have a, a piece about our white listeners. Right? Cause <laughs> So, y'all, first off, I'm going to say my piece, but also Jasmine's going to try and take away this narrative. But Jasmine had to apologize for some shit she said on the mixtapes. <laughs> and I knew it was coming, but they called her ass in with love. And she's going to have to tell y'all why she got called in. And it's going to be great. She's going to model to you what Steve Harvey needs to do. Okay. <laughs> Jess is gonna kill me But you know I went to shout out I always get so awkward And I don't know if it's me or white people But like I used to get so awkward When white people told us They listened to the Black Joy mixtape <laughs> Because I'm like okay Great It was Mostly white people who know me And like you know my 9 to 5 Amber shit right Like the The so basically I get I would get so awkward around it but I'm like actually that's great that you listen to it because I know one of the things we talk about all the time Jasmine before we started recording the mixtape white people need to hear how black people honestly talk about y'all like y'all need to hear the truth about yourselves like but anywho that aside I want to say that I really love our white listeners and it's okay do you think it's okay that they tell people that they listen to the Black Joy mixtape? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I so a couple things. I feel like y'all done heard about yourselves. Y'all watch Dave Chappelle. Y'all, y'all done seen Richard Pryor. Like, we been, y'all know we talk about y'all. Because y'all, <laughs> y'all be doing some shit that's out the way. 
y'all can't, you know, y'all can't just a couple of y'all move into our communities. Like, you got to bring everybody with you. And then, not only that, bring everybody, fuck up the community, and then displace everybody in it. Like, y'all, y'all know this about yourselves. Like, I ain't got to... <laughs> However, when a nigga makes generalizations about, you know, communities that she actually fuck with, you know, I got to come on a mixtape and be like, I'm sorry. So... So I just want to apologize <laughs> to the real trill ones in Appalachia. You know, last week I said, you know, they ain't got no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I said last week. <laughs> Amber, you gotta stop laughing. I'm apologizing. Nah, shit. <laughs> They gotta feel. I feel like this apology is valid, and because y'all still allow Donald Trump to get into office, I'm allowed to laugh. Now, so I will say though, the ones who voted for his ass ain't got no teeth in my head. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> there's some really great people in Appalachia. <laughs> That I really fuck with Who got all they teeth And even if they don't got all they teeth They front ones are there And they are beautiful <laughs> Amber you gotta stop laughing I'm being serious now Shit I'ma lose my friends fucking with Amber That's why you can't bring your black friends With your white friends You can't <laughs> Cause I feel like they only know you In a specific context <laughs> Then your nigga come around and like they really meet who you are. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in. I'm literally in tears. Like I'm. So uh, there, there are people who are fighting. You know, mountaintop removal. You know, poison water. You know, in Kentucky, the lawmakers think they're going to really revitalize uh, cold country by building a prison. And we know that's some bullshit. So I just want to shout out to the real trill ones in Appalachia. And also, Appalachia ain't all white. That's a whole other thing. But, yeah, you know, don't be out here perpetuating the lie that, you know, Appalachians ain't got no teeth. But keep talking shit about them motherfuckers. They keep... (laughs) Voting against their interests. And the reason why they ain't got no teeth is because, God damn it, these motherfuckers won't <laughs> give them the, sh- the dentures that they deserve. And they keep voting against their dentures. They got to quit voting against their dentures. Now, if you want more access to solid foods, you don't vote for motherfuckers. <laughs> they want to see you perish. God damn. <laughs> And that's how I feel. Thank you. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm let you have it. I'm sorry, but I ain't sorry. No, but I'm totally sorry. But she is totally. She just wants to give nuance, additional commentary. You know. I feel like that was. But if you if you are a Trump supporter, you ain't got no fucking teeth. And it's okay if you ain't got no teeth also, okay? Because I will talk about the systemic inequality that's keeping you from having your teeth. And (laughs) 
I still will be on the streets saying that you deserve clean water. Now, will you be in the streets advocating whether or not my life matters? That's a whole other thing. But, you know, those... You gonna do your part. I'm gonna do my part. That was the funniest shit ever. I also just wanted to just add that I... I think it's time for our white listeners to also come out. It's okay to say that you listen to the Black Joy mixtape. If anybody asks you why you listen to it, say you learning some shit, you know? Tell them because it's edgy. It's <laughs> Start using the words that Rolling Stone be using when niggas like cuss <laughs> in public. <laughs> it's engaging. <laughs> It's captivating. <laughs> captivating. Moonlight. Coming to a theater near you. Black Joy mixtape. They're yeah. so funny. I love them. Because I'm pretty sure that Kim Kardashian can try to take it, but it won't be as good. <sighs> Amber, I really, I think we are really avoiding these headlines. I, <laughs> we're avoiding our jobs. Like Trevor Noah. Who didn't realize there was so much journalism involved with The Daily Show. <laughs> Trevor Noah has lived his life as a light-skinned nigga. And he ain't had to do no real work for a while now, so... Girl, especially <laughs> after after Obama, like you said. Who, what? Okay, fine. Girl, oh, let, before we also get into bullshit, have we really turned up with, about the fact that it's Black History Month? I feel like we ain't... No, really. we haven't. I am happy Black History Month to my real nigga Amber, the high priestess of Black Joy. You know, you are a historian. You are, you are Black futures embodied. Um, hey, you are a Black History fun fact just right here on my screen, and I appreciate you. <laughs> every day, exalt a Black person. It's not a real nigga every day of Black History Month. This is what it's actually about. Like, nobody want to read them stale-ass McDonald's facts. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all ain't out here remixing y'all goddamn history, talking about niggas using, like, the moon and stars, of course we got niggas to the moon. Like, if y'all ain't doing that with your Black History, you ain't doing Black History right Amen. And Jasmine, happy Black History Month to you, the greatest comedian of our time, the illest to ever wax up mic with a southern twang, the the music consultant of my dreams, Jasmine Walker, everyone, everyone's. A Black History Month fucking fun fact. Jasmine Walker, the first black woman to yell at a sitting president, this is for the real niggas, non-niggas, be quiet. Amber J. Phillips, the media mogul to dominate television, film, news, <laughs> podcasts, and whatever new shit y'all come up with in the next goddamn, if we make it shit in the next five years or so, she gonna fuck it up. <laughs> And I will be forever known as her trusty companion. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Only Roland Martin has you blocked. 
Oprah, not the whole world. Now, come on now. Oprah got Gail. I'm I'm basically saying I'm I'm the Gail to the shit. Like, <laughs> bitch, Gail is living a very lit and fabulous life. <laughs> Fabulous. So I, I have proximity no to Oprah got me this Again, bitch. Speaking of Black History fun facts, please remove Ben Carson and give the hands from the list now. Um, <laughs> for a while, I was letting him make it. You know, I gave him real, real nigga of the week because niggas was fucking up that week. I, he, him and them photos just really made me upset that I had to waste my time reading that shit in fourth grade. Like I didn't do that for this. I didn't. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, strike him from the record. Now, shit. And that's not me throwing him away. I'm just saying, look, kids just shouldn't be subjected to a nigga who was silent as we, you know, headed into world global destruction. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we do have to kind of do our jobs a little bit, y'all. So, I'm going to try <laughs> to pull it together. The Muslim ban. Day after. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> awful. Niggas went to their jobs in other countries and got the rude. They went to the airport. They landed like the plane landed. They went to baggage claim, tried to leave, <laughs> and niggas was like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I just, what? What you mean I can't? I was just here last week. I was just here. I have a home here. On Tuesday, like, shit, what you mean y'all sending me back across some water? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? So, <sighs> people who needed cancer needed to come to the U.S. to receive their cancer treatments. People who had jobs, like, just can't get back in the country right now. I mean, there's some rumors around like they are letting people in if they got jobs or whatever in the fuck. But the reality is don't I keep saying nine is a hateful motherfucker. <laughs> so much so the day before his folks put out a Holocaust remembrance memo that didn't include Jewish people in the title. Now, there are multiple things wrong with this. One, Holocaust remembrance without mentioning the people who were, you know, the narrative tells us that they are the only victims. We'll get there. Um, but not to mention <sighs> them is really absurd. Then it leads me to believe that Steve ba uh, Bannon is in there like, I am a student of Mein Kampf. That's the top. That's my shit. Hitler, that's my nigga. So y'all need to remember the glory and shit that he did. <laughs> my God. Y'all, and, and just to be clear, when they take me out of context about loving Hitler, y'all remember that style. I was <laughs> what Bannon said, goddamn. Because also fuck Hitler, all right? So I just want to hold that history repeats. So the Muslim ban happened the day after not allowing refugees into this country, not allowing people with visas in this country. I just want to remind you all that Anne Frank died because her parents were denied entry into the U.S. while they were hiding. Right. And we all know who Anne Frank is because we did not have to wait until a movie came out to learn about her, her story 
lots of children all across the United States read the story of um, the diary of Anne Frank to learn about the Holocaust. I will also say to continue to perpetuate this narrative as if the Holocaust is not in context to an entire eugenics movement is absurd. To continue to perpetuate this narrative that other people, black people, other people of color were not victims of the Holocaust in Germany and in those areas is really absurd. The United States Holocaust Memorial Museum has an article in their Holocaust encyclopedia named Blacks During the Holocaust. Oh, Blacks. You mean black people? <laughs> black people? But in the first line, they call us black people. But for whatever reason, the title is Blacks During the Holocaust. Hey, white people that's listening to this, tell one of your friends that's editing this website they need to fix that title. That's number one. Number two, they literally up in here <laughs> trying to say... The fate of black people, this is how it reads, the fate of black people from 1933 to 1945 in Nazi Germany and in German-occupied territories ranged from isolation to persecution, sterilization, medical experimentation, incarceration, brutality, and murder. However, they said this, however, there was no systemic program for their elimination as there was for Jews and other groups. <laughs> What the fuck? It's not it's not funny, but it's just like that's a lot of shit to do to people and it not be a systemic pro- what are you what? <laughs> Is that not a holocaust on to what? And I will just say I've always found this confusing. I'm so glad you're talking about this, Jasmine. Niggas is all over the whole white world. Salon says, all my niggas in the whole white world. Yes, so that includes places like Germany. Second, I have never seen a piece of historical fact that white people would not take the opportunity to oppress niggas and people of color. The darker you are, literally across caste systems, across the globe, if you are dark skin of that nationality, you getting fucked up in some kind of way. So I just know, I just have always wanted the more behind this story. Like, I know they ain't coming to the neighborhood and being like, oh, you know what? No, Tyrone's good, but you need to focus on this house right here. Because this is where the Jewish people live. Like, if you think for a second they wasn't killing niggas, like, you got another thing Don't coming. give me Tyrone. I'm coming here for Rachel, and that's it. Like, no, that's not what happened. Not you just... think they have morals over black people, too? No. No. Never. And I think it's important to talk about it holistically. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because... People are talking about this Muslim, these anti-Muslim sentiments are essentially like what's happening to Jewish folks back in the day, right? Cool. I'm with it. Like, I totally see it because we've seen, you know, people in the places that they worship get murdered this week. In Texas, mosques have burned down there where uh, a shooting happening happened in Canada. Like, and we've been saying week after week how Muslim people have been harassed, assaulted since the election of Donald Trump, even before I keep saying his name, nine 
And we can no longer afford to hold our oppressions as separate from one another. It's absurd because if we keep holding them separate, we will never learn from them holistically. At the same time as the Holocaust, niggas was getting lynched left and right. Niggas' bodies were being experimented. It's in your list on the website systemically. It was okay for you to experiment on a black person's body without their consent. Clean up, too. They still find a way to experiment on black bodies without their consent. Still sterilizing women, the whole shebang. So I have compassion for Jewish people. I have compassion for what they have been through and What I need from Jewish people is to recognize that white supremacy is not only global, it is also not isolated to just one group. Okay? All right. So now that that's covered. (laughs) So what do you say around pushback to black folks who are like, this is a black struggle. We are advocating for the rights of black people. um, When we talk about not isolating out our, our oppression. I would agree. And because we are taught to think about oppression as isolated, we don't even really know how to extend blackness to people. Right now, there's a lot of black people who do not see black people as refugees. There are black people who do not see black people as Muslim. There are black people right now who, who, like, the list goes on. Like, I, because we are taught to remain isolated, to only think about black Americans, and I, and I name black Americans because I am a black American, and this, and I'm talking about the majority, because we continue to keep our oppression separate, we largely, overwhelmingly can't see when other black people are being harmed across the globe. And not mm. even more so, people around the globe don't even see themselves as black because their colonizer said, you don't want to be black. So yeah, that's what I would say. Like it's it like we was laughing through that apology, but like the the reality is this world is filled with so much gray. And if we lived more in the gray, we could actually make people whole. Mhm. Period. And that's what what this is about. We are in a moment where a government not even just one government, multiple governments are working, actively working to make sure that people cannot be whole so that they can continue to exploit and steal their resources, their labor, their humanity. Mm-hmm. And I ain't with it. I'm not with it. Right. <laughs> even in trying to explain that, like the way that happens in black spaces is when we don't extend black liberation or when we talk about the freedom of all black people to black women or to black trans folks or um, to black um, gay and lesbian and queer people as well. Like that's 
to live in that gray. I was um, watching The Breakfast Club earlier this week, and uh, Michael Eric Dyson was actually talking about that briefly. Even here on the Black Joy mixtape, we are laughing about like how Donald, like black people need to look alive on this Muslim band because like we were joking about how Donald Trump wants to put Farrakhan on the rolls, right? Yeah. Or you even have folks like Nicki Minaj and Black Barbie rapping about um, Donald Trump want me to go home and want to send all my niggas home. You had this moment with Rihanna talking about her immigration status with thou shall not be named Azila Banks is just out here fucking up and I hate to girl, treat a black girl like that but she also didn't you know she don't she don't want us you know that boat has sailed we have TT the artist now um <laughs> yes it's real that's all I have to say about that I'm so grateful for these nuanced conversations, even in diving deeper for black folks, how to get honestly, how to get non-black people of color to do their work, too, to get themselves free and to be actual parts of liberation work for black folks. Like all of us got a hand in it. Mm -hmm. So good job, Jess. Oh, thanks, Amber. So that brings me to another point on the list that we are struggling to get through. <laughs> I, I've been reading a lot of content about what it means. Like, what does this Muslim ban mean? How um, non is creating an environment of a dictatorship you know, Bannon, again, is a child of Mein Kampf. Now, Mein Kampf is the book that Hitler wrote, girl. Again, if they quote us out of context fucking with Hitler, take, look, yellow, <laughs> journal, yellow journalism, you just lied on me. <laughs> I have all the original files on this computer. Anywho. <laughs> so, um, yes, Trump right now, he is not using the Secret Service, for instance. He is still using his own security detail. Um, He is not consulting any of his appointees. Everybody then got fired in the State Department. And even though they're saying that they resigned, they asked them to resign. And that is firing people. That's literally telling people, you can leave on your own volition or... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call security. Like, those are your two options. So the State Department is empty. Um, a lot of the folk w- who were supposed to be briefed on this so-called Muslim ban just weren't. Because if they were, they would have told him, you know, that's actually unconstitutional, D. So I'm reading all this stuff. But what I will say is that shit has been so hard to read, y'all. And not hard emotionally. I mean, the kind of literacy and education you have to have to be able to chew and swallow the shit that's happening around the globe. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, as a person who has a little privilege about myself, got a little book learning about me, I know if I'm struggling... I know my niggas who ain't have access to the same shit just ain't getting any of this information. So then I was like, I'm curious. How they writing over there at Breitbart? (laughs) Breitbart ain't got nothing over a fifth grade level. 
And if they are saying some big words, they are defining them. So I have a tip for journalism, like the New York Times, the folks who are writing on Medium trying to explain to us these very complicated issues that are happening. Please do not write over a fifth grade level. Please. Because when these people are saying, you know, that's liberal media, they just, like, people are really upset, or a lot of people. Now, mind you, some people are just racist and toothless. Like, we already talked about them. (laughs) But a lot of these issues are, because white people don't talk about this or talk about themselves honestly. Y'all have a bad tendency of throwing away trash white people. That's what y'all call them, trash. Y'all have this real bad tendency if if white people are poor, if if you don't you think literally a lot of these coming of age movies too around like white women. I was just watching something the other day about how like if they grew up poor they have to hide it from their well off counterparts in order to fit in like it's like a narrative for you all to not even to not only throw those folks away but even if you are one of those people to distance yourself from it exactly people's tired so for y'all to and people deserve to have what's happening to them this government to be explained to them for real like in a real like people deserve that people who look at media takeout deserve to know what's going on People who only get their news from Instagram or Twitter deserve to know that their president is trying to ban their family members. And you got half these progressive organizations not be able to even explain this Muslim ban in anything other than English, which that's a fucking problem. I have not seen any. and, And maybe that's because I don't speak another language but like i don't see any major publications translating this shit that's happening exactly and that brings me to so if y'all want to win that's one thing y'all could do because y'all still trying to figure out what do we do well quit writing shit on on second year grad school reading level try that try it. <laughs> Maybe those are the trainings y'all need in this area. Not only do y'all need to learn how to protest in a real ass way, y'all also need to be able to write in a way that your cousin that your family ain't talked to in the last two decades can read and understand and comprehend. Because that's what I'm out here doing. I'm trying my best. My mama listens to the Black Joy mixtape. Amen. I've met several like under 21 year olds who listen to the Black Joy mixtape. If we over here are waxing about xenophobia, the patriarchy, the capitalism, and all this other shit without breaking down what that means, then why would anybody listen to this? Why? Because then we sound like everybody else if we do that. And then on our side, more people are concerned with the fact that we say nigga and talk like where we grew up and can't spread that information because of how it's delivered. And that brings me to Nancy Pelosi and that struggling-ass town hall that she had. (laughs) The Kremlin is literally ascending to power just bit by (laughs) bit. The House Democrat minority leader, Nancy Pelosi, for whatever reason, she was like, this is her time. Despite Maxine is out here letting y'all know that Russia... (laughs) (laughs) Flawless delivery. Just so flawless. The FBI director has no credibility. Walks off. (laughs) Maxine Waters, one time for the one time. That is a Black History fun fact. 
<laughs> so Nancy Pelosi <laughs> is just really showing how out of touch she is. A young person got up and said, hey, turns out over 50% of young people between the ages of 18 and 29, hey, Amber, we made the cut. Don't really see it for this capitalism stuff. So like... How y'all going to start being a little more left? How y'all going to start acknowledging these people's concerns? And do you know what Nancy had the nerve to start off with? She goes, we're capitalists, and that's just the way it is. (sighs) And y'all wondering why y'all losing. Like shit. (laughs) Y'all getting hold left and right. Y'all trying to not... Refuse to even (laughs) shift. Refuse to even pander. Did you just hear this question? The question said, your most sought after demographic <laughs> doesn't like the way you talk about this issue. They have issues. How do you feel? How do you feel? They don't, they are having issues with the economy. They are concerned in, in the way that capitalism, their economy is operating. Because a lot of those folks, 18 to 29, is going to school and they don't know why because they are creating their own jobs in mass still. Because there ain't no jobs. You either create it or, I don't know, you look at a draw that you get called back from the <laughs> state or from the VA or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or Starbucks. <laughs> like, let's be real. That you get a call back from Target. <sighs> Girl, they. Democrats then decided to finally start saying something or not showing up to meetings and stuff. And literally the Republicans are like, yeah, let's just change the rules and get this show on the road. Like, and we hear nothing. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally changing the rules. Like we, again, Jasmine has said here on this Black Joy mixtape, they got rid of the ethics committee first. <laughs> and not to mention, the, the funny part is, when y'all y'all thought it was funny that Omarosa wasn't getting invited to the meetings, y'all thought he was just going to stop with her? You thought he was going to just stop with Ben Carson? Ben Carson ain't been to a single meeting. This is the first time we've seen Ben since I don't know when, but he was at that photo room for the Black History the first day of Black <laughs> History Month. Y'all thought he was going to just stop at the black people, the two, three black people he got around? Kanye didn't even get an invite. You know y'all is next, Paul Ryan. You next, boo. I'm tired of the people having to hold all this stuff, having to just resist, and I just need the people in power to look alive. Like, I know I'm telling folks on a Black Joy mixtape to look alive. Like, the people who listen to it, y'all are doing a great job. Y'all are in my mentions saying look alive, you know, looking alive, being real aware, being real, real woke. I appreciate y'all. Y'all doing y'all part. One time for the real ones. But the people in power, the people who we trust, the people who, who we take time out of our day to go vote and write letters to and goddamn do all these things. Paul Ryan had the nerve to cut off his phone when they when they voted against the ACA. How dare you? Mm-mm-mm. Nancy, look alive, darling. I know you're 76. I know it's hard to let go of whatever you thought the Democratic Party was when you came into the house. But, <laughs> sweetie, it's a new day, okay? 
white feminism is trash. Okay? The old platforms that y'all have are trash. They are irrelevant. And you ain't saying nothing new. So look alive, y'all. All All y'all folks in power, look alive. Y'all need some checks and balances somewhere because really Donald Trump is playing all y'all. He just trying to see what he can get away with. (sighs) Anyway, I'm sorry, Amber. Um, No, that's that's what it is. It's the first day of Black History Month. I'm still in Puerto Rico. I'm in a poor city where they brought our people enslaved Africans here. So I'm feeling all the power, all the juice from (laughs) right now. I'm feeling real, you know. Exactly. Because all I know is, and I'm not, I don't really know what this time looks like, how to resist under a fascist state. But all I know is that when the Republicans over the last eight years believed that someone was in the White House that could literally uproot their power, fuck with their constituencies, constituencies life, like all these things that they made up in their mind of some kind of mythical battle they were up against. They said hell no nah to everything. They repealed multiple times. They were on TV talking about this multiple times. They did not allow, literally Barack Obama was booed. He was heckled at his state of the union address. Called a liar. And I know, called a liar. A A Republican governor put her finger in his face. He's the president of the United States, and he actually won by a popular vote and electoral college votes. And all I know is that the Republicans resisted. And I know Michelle Obama told us when they go um, when they go low, we go high. But we can also attack or resist or be strategic about how we actually say, fuck no. And then if you're not the person to uh, use such tactics of saying no, at least elevate the people who are. Like, Maxine Waters is out here. Out here. Now, I'm unclear what Maxine was doing up until this point, but I'm glad Me that she too. Has decided to join us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She's out here. All I know is she's trying. I've seen, you know, I still don't know what happened to that recount money that Jill Stein and um, Umar Johnson raised, but <laughs> I don't know. And tell us where to look, because clearly people are looking at what's happening on the news around this Muslim ban, making signs and finding their way to a fucking airport to protest. And I just know the first Democrat to give us a real reason to fight, we will show up and have your back. Okay? Niggas don't even like going to the airport. You think, like... (laughs) I hate going to the airport. Taxi drivers was like, what you mean they won't let them out? Oh, I ain't driving no more. I'm good. Just missing out on all kind of money because they believe in (laughs) making sure that people are treated with humanity. If we are treating people who have done the due diligence of finding a job, doing the application, paying all their money to get a visa. You can only imagine how we are treating undocumented people in this country. Mm. 
That's why the fact that the Democrats did hardly nothing around this whole fucking pathway to citizenship. This man said, fuck all that. (laughs) Even if you do have documentation, you cannot be here, ma'am. You're a fucking threat. Yes, yes, we know that white men with guns are the greatest threat, greatest threat to democracy on American soil. However, you headscarf wearing brown people, because that's what they think of. They're not thinking of immigrants. They're not thinking of Malele Trump, Millie Trump, right? Like, they're thinking of them. Exactly. Which, Ugh, I'm tired. Which brings me to on the first day of Black History Month in 2017, the day that Beyonce decided to share with us that her family is expanding by two. <laughs> Europe is actually over there. Countries in Europe is is really trying to reason slavery right now. Lord. Rome is trying to make the hard decision around whether or not they should force migrants to work, um, do unpaid work in exchange for asylum. <sighs> I'm going to repeat that. Rome is trying to decide. <laughs> Y'all's beloved Rome. Y'all's eat, pray, love Rome. Y'all's pasta Rome. Y'all's favorite place to find a flight deal to Rome. Is trying to figure out <laughs> if they should force refugees to do unpaid, do social services like clean up parks. Um... <laughs> This is so awful. It's so awful. Um, like, do you think they want to be here? They don't want to be in fucking wrong. If niggas could be at home, they would be there. And you think I came here to clean up? Why aren't you deciding what mental health services to provide? Why aren't you thinking about how to make my landing here less traumatic because my country is literally trying to kill me and my family? But instead, you want to make a profit off of the refugee crisis? Right. Mm. Right. White people have no self-control. White people they have don't. how awful that literally damn near made me cry. How dare you? How dare y'all? Like I understand that so I get that Trump and Putin allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly, because you know, I'm who knows who's listening to this at this point, is creating <laughs> a situation in which European folks are going to be so overrun with refugees that they won't be able to function. But please be clear, making people do unpaid labor will not save you from this. You probably should. Y'all are better off like having sit down talks with these people about learning best practices and new strategies for figuring out how to keep people from being refugees in the first place. Try that instead. <laughs> create awful. create pathways in which you listen to people about what it looks like or what it means or what trauma is created when people are refugees. Try that. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't sit up here and talk about what well, we having a meeting on Friday, try to figure out, you know, whether or not we just going they already having them doing unpaid labor. Like the people have people are already engaging this because apparently a lot of refugees are just uh drinking a lot. Like again, they have experienced a lot of trauma, so they are self-medicating. So you know, it's always that nigga that want to prove that they ain't like everybody else. So they gladly picking up a, a trash bag and one of them damn trash grabbers. Like, see, look at me. I'm one of the good ones. You know, I deserve to be here. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know what we do about Europe, but, you know, tweet somebody over there and tell them, use a goddamn lie. Contact one of your family members and let them know. Don't call whoever they need to call in power to make sure that shit don't happen. Anywho, tell them that slavery I'll, is whack. <laughs> <laughs> tell them we've been there, done that. <laughs> if you bury them, they're actually seeds. They're going to come back and whoop your ass. Uh. All right. <laughs> Next up. All right. That is what's happening in your nation's capital. This is this. We did. We did our medicine in the most lovely, pleasant way possible. And I'm sure there's still something we're forgetting. There's probably a black woman who went under a dress because we had to just go over that bullshit. <laughs> Jessica Williams. Has anybody checked on Jessica Williams today? Girl, let me go into this. <laughs> I am so glad. First off, this article came to us like four different times. And I see why. Y'all. Jessica will also delete Uber. Y'all already knew that though. Okay, so Jessica Williams. This was just so juicy. I love reading this. I was so sad it wasn't like recorded. It came out in the LA Times. Basically, some of your headline, some of the the headline basically says the celebration of women filmmakers triggers heated debate, hardly a debate, among Selma Hayek, Jessica Williams, and Shirley MacLaine. No, the way this headline should actually read is celebration of women filmmakers turns into the attack of Jessica Williams for speaking up and acknowledging her humanity as a black woman by led by the lynch mob of Selma Hayek and Shirley MacLaine with special guest appearances of allyship from... From Jill Soloway, in brief mention of uh, solidarity and also black womanness, from from Dee's Reese and Sarah Bloom. That's how I would write that headline. That's what I would do. <laughs> I read this and I was like, "Yeah, I read that girl, and it pissed me off." Literally, I it was like watching a nonprofit meeting. It was like watching Hidden Figures Without the Moon and Russia. (laughs) Bravo! Bravo, Jasmine. It was like watching Hidden Figures Without the Sickening Retro Style NASA in the Moon. Basically, you all got an inside look at what it means to be an intelligent black woman in a room full of haters. And their allies. Because Selma Hayek... <sighs> Jessica Williams just came for a sickening brunch. She didn't come here. She, All she did was... Her agent was like, here, go get your Instagram photos and go home, girl. 
Jessica Williams like, do I have to wear a dress? No, wear your most comfortable sweater. Cash. And make sure to put on your uh, your eyebrows. That's really all you need. That's it. And these women turned the fuck up on Jessica Williams, bruh. And all the only reason why she became a target of this conversation is because she mentioned that she was a black woman, not just a woman, but a black woman. And it literally unravels from there. So basically, they're at this brunch and they start Selma Hayek goes into this thing of her direct quote was, I don't want to be hired because I'm a girl. I want them to see I'm fabulous. (laughs) Don't give me a job because I'm a girl. It's condescending. Literally, Selma Hayek, your statement alone is perpetuating your own oppression because somehow you think that being rewarded for your womanhood is somehow a hit on you. That because someone acknowledged that you are a woman and a woman of color at that, right, is somehow a punishment. And that's literally all Jessica Williams was saying. To me, it felt like. Selma Hayek was on some shade shit. I I feel like she was trying to imply that Jessica Williams was only there because she branded herself as a black girl rather than the smart, funny motherfucker she's been all these years doing homework. Mm. When Shirley MacLaine literally was like, you know, delete all that race and womanhood stuff and find the democracy inside. <laughs> what are you talking about, ma'am? I would love to. I, do you know how much I would love to just develop myself as a person, as a funny person or as a political person? But I literally have no choice but to walk in this world as a black woman. And the fact that y'all think black women mentioning that they are black women and they deserve more space in Hollywood and basically everywhere since we're literally inventing everything um, makes us victims like this conversation was bizarre. Girl, don't blame me that I got to name myself as a black woman. Blame the the pale motherfuckers y'all sleeping with every night. Blame the colonizers that came around wherever the fuck they came to to tell people that they were not enough and so much they were so far from human that they decided to put them in chains and put their ass on a boat and take them a long, long ways from home and strip them of their language, their culture, as well as whatever freedom they thought they had. So... And then not only that, just kept just keep on continuing to just add salt to injury every time they get an opportunity. Girl, girl, even in this conversation, like Jessica Williams said what she had to say. And when Selma Hayek forces her to look her in the eye, girl, how dare you demand my my body? How dare you demand that I look you in the eye instead of doing whatever I'm doing right now to help me make it through this very hurtful conversation about race and my womanhood? As I sit here and be the only, yet again, the only dissenting voice. Y'all don't see anything wrong with that? It was absurd to me that even in Jessica Williams trying to make her point, that another white person had to step in to demand that they allow her to speak. 
because Jessica Williams doing it herself still in that room of all women, I might add, still in that room of all women, oppression played out. Mm -hmm. The premise of the conversation was around being a woman filmmaker. There seemed to be no men in the room, no cis men in the room, right? So even in those spaces of like film spaces or women identified spaces, you still have oppression play out along the lines of race. And I'm sure even in black women's spaces, you have, you'll have oppression play out along the lines of class. Like that's why, again, like our, our connections, our struggles being connected is so clear. But to me, it was just so heartbreaking to see Selma Hayek as another woman of color sit here and silence a black woman. Don't, don't call her a woman of color. Cause she was literally at the function asking whether or not she was a woman of color. And my thing is, I don't know what you identify as, but if you got to ask that goddamn question, I ain't got to give you that title because woman of color inherently is about solidarity to black women because if mm. we want to get into the origin of the phrase woman of color we will come have on to, loretta ross come on loretta ross it is supposed to be a phrase of solidarity mm-hmm. and y'all using it wrong so Selma Hyatt, girl, if you don't identify as a woman of color, cool. If you, uh, I don't know how you identify. I'm not, I'm, I just know you ain't a woman of color because I'm not extending that to nobody who don't see themselves as, as fighting and, and in this shit with a nigga like myself. So it was just interesting to see if you all, you all should totally read it again. The headline is called it's in. The Los Angeles Times, and it's called um, Celebration of Women Filmmakers Triggers Heated Debate Among Selma Hayek, Jessica Williams, and Shirley McClain. And it's just like, a, just read it. And I feel like to me, it spoke to a lot of the things that we deal with, even in social justice spaces, in organizing, like professional organizing spaces. It's just sad to see white women are people in power, are people with a lot of privilege never make room like it felt as though Selma Hayek had to hold on to her thought process um, Shirley McLean had to hold on to what they believed to be true in order to not deal with the um, impact of racism and being a woman in Hollywood just because someone sees you as fabulous doesn't take away the fact that you are a woman and that they see you as such and that you are being treated as such. And in Hollywood, we got those numbers that y'all are also being paid as such. Mm. Y'all are also. So even if you don't want to see yourself as a victim, guess what? If you don't have the right lawyers, if you don't have the right uh, manager, your salary will be victimized. It doesn't matter how the fuck you see yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. So <laughs> Next up. One time for the one time, Tamron Hall is leaving the Today Show in NBC because she was like, I'm not giving up my seat to no goddamn Megyn Kelly, goddamn. I don't give a damn how much you paying me to just be a token or whatever the fuck over here. Damn shame. It's a shame. It's so sad. It just keeps playing out that y'all like white women steady with this talking point of having each other's back, that we need to stand up for all women, that we need to be there for all women. But literally when y'all have the opportunity to step back away from privilege or to make room for someone else, it never happens for women of color. You never lay yourself on the line. I mean, everybody, when Megyn Kelly was attacked by Donald Trump, 
all these like all these mainstream um, women's rights organization came to her defense. What has anybody said about the fact that Megyn Kelly is literally moving um, someone, Tamron Hall, who is a black woman, also isn't a racist like fucking Megyn Kelly is. Mm. Megyn Kelly is a racist. She has said multiple. She has been leading the charge around us not prosecuting cops for murdering people of color in the street unarmed. Megan Kelly has helped move those move that to a norm. Helps make that possible through her role as a communicator on nationally syndicated news shows. And now she is going to be on the television as you ironing your work pants. Spewing it Mm. Because Megyn Kelly said she was coming over To um, NBC She didn't say she was losing her conservative politics Mm. To be sure Girl let's get to these shout outs (laughs) Because This is why Did you um, watch Being Mary Jane this week Jasmine? Girl you know You can't really watch anything on the island I am not on the mainland girl (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying so hard to stick with being Mary Jane, but this tired ass narrative of like two black women up against each other in the workplace, like that's not actually ever, that is a distraction because really the main oppressor is always some white man behind the curtain. Like always. Mm-hmm. Tamron Hall isn't going to lose her opportunity to another black woman. She lost it to Megan Kelly. And that's normally how it goes. Even if you look at the breakdown of affirmative action, it's not in like white people complaining that people of color are taking their spot. No, it's still another white person because y'all still get priority for fucking everything. Like, honestly, truly. Ugh, girl, you know, I love the writers on being Mary Jane, but it's just like y'all keep t- selling us this tired ass single girl narrative like the fact that we ain't seen being mary jane on mary jane on a fucking vacation <laughs> all that fucking money she has but she's steady worried about these niggas and whether or not they will love her girl as if never as if being single is some type of punishment girl what being single isn't a punishment y'all as a matter of fact i will argue that it's a reward um, in an age where you can have flower crowns in your news, thank you, Snapchat, like, who who worried about me and goddamn single? Okay, I don't want to take that away from anyone. I People who want <laughs> companionship long term, like, I love y'all, folks who choose to be married, y'all are great. I'm not even saying that's not something people want, but it's just like, damn, ain't nobody sick for being single. Damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how great would it be what a great message it would be for women and girls to see a powerful woman just not give a fuck about like my mama got a cough like I ain't got time for you Nisa keep having these kids that she can't pay for I ain't got time for you look um my brother keep (laughs) going in and out of the crack like I I just got 99 (laughs) problems and a whole ass nigga ain't one like that's (laughs) <laughs> being married like mary jane purchased a tesla last season like i don't understand why what the hold up is like uh it's just so t- it's just so tiring watching her do this again like nigga 
The black black men are your number two cause of death. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to covet it so bad? And I'm not, Why do you covet it so bad? And I wouldn't even take your time. These niggas be punching holes through walls for nothing. Chris Brown on Ball Alert talking about you mind for Elvin aunt stalking and shit. Briss. Briss, go sit your ass down. Girl. Shit. But by all means, y'all sell this goddamn dream. This is this is why I get so tired. And what what I really want to do around our next show around Black History Month, like there's no narratives around the stuff that we need narratives around for Black love. Like I want someone to describe to me what it's like to love my niece as much as I do, even though I'm not her mother, or what it's like for me to love my friends as much as I do, even though they're not my biological siblings or my best friend. Like love my best friend who is a male who I. I've known for over nine years at this point without it being just assumed that we're like having sex with each other like it's just I need more imagination you know what I mean like because that kind of love is just as important and just as vital and just as critical to our survival mm. as black people like Give us, I need more of that. I need more of that. Why didn't being Mary, why did Mary Jane just pop into New York City without us ever dealing with a goodbye to her family? Like, what the fuck has happened here? We're three episodes in and she has not called her mom. What? We ain't seen Suge Avery yet. Girl. Why? Because she always- This is not even being Mary Jane's narrative. What are y'all trying to do? Please put her family back in the mix. Niecy clearly needs her. Niece. Her brother's literally about to go to jail right now. Like, it's what? coming any second now. Girl, yes. I've just decided. If, if this show will end with this nigga getting arrested. Because, mm. you know, he's in that development thing. Okay. And he's making too much money at once because they flipping shit in a weird way. Anywho, I just get frustrated with that because I know that I, I will say personally, I've struggled a lot with that narrative. Like I have struggled a lot for that narrative. And I'm like, man, there's no way there's no room to describe how I feel about these people in my life. Like none of it seem as legitimate enough. Like, why can't I if somebody's sick or moving? Why can't I take family leave for that? Like there's no room. Because heteronormativity is just sucking up all the air around our love. Anywho, I recommend that y'all read Bell Hook's um, three-part series around love. It starts with All About Love. It's really, really good. I recommend it. Come on, book recommendation. I see you, Black mm-hmm. History. I told you, you you a Black History fact personified girl. you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sometimes I just go back and reread it when I feel myself caught up on bullshit. Like... One day I will share my testimony, but what what I will say is if we do not have these narratives, people will continue to be less fulfilled in these monogamous heterosexual relationships just for the sake of having someone. Girl. And it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it, Miss Sealing. It just ain't. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we fucked around and got two shout outs this week. <laughs> ooh, ooh, bow, bow. two shouts, bow, bow. Damn! At the beginning of the show, we should have mentioned about um the petty black feminist stuff. Oh, we can Anywho. still do that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll say it then. 
Oh, so just to, you know, y'all, people with power, I told you, look alive. People with access to media look alive. Like, people shouldn't have to wait on indie films to kind of see themselves and fall in love and all this other (laughs) shit. Like, Moonlight was gorgeous, but... Oh, my God. It was, like, the greatest love story of 2016. If we can get some of that on cable TV, I know we, we have made it. You know, and niggas ain't gotta have a, a, a one of them small movie theaters in they city. Niggas ain't gotta have a Netflix account. Like, meet the niggas where they at. You see, they gonna watch. You see how niggas uh, watch the new edition three part series. Girl, and that shit was good. I will say, BET, y'all did a good job. Y'all destroyed. I know y'all had to amp up your commercials, and that's why we had to watch that shit over the course of three days. But you know, y'all held it down. They they casted everyone well. You had Lala's finance in it. Uh, it was great. Just doing a great job with New Edition while they destroyed being Mary Jane. Anyway, sounds like BET. Girl. <laughs> Now you just made me want to take back all my compliments. They're literally destroying that fucking show. Where is Suge Avery? Y'all, I just want to say that there's a reason why we sell petty black feminist apparel. <laughs> and I'm not going to start watching Scandal again until she gets a black friend. I'm over, y'all. I don't know not near black woman in D.C. without at least four black woman friends with the same hairstyle. We ain't even seen Olivia Pope at brunch, so. Girl, <laughs> even Amorosa's, Renee, Bracey Sherman just texted me the other day saying she saw Amorosa at L'Oreal Plaza again in her life. Girl. M- Melissa Harris-Perry was over at Mulebone kicking it. So you, the fuck? So you mean to tell me Amorosa knows the glory of a swirl? Girl, I'm so upset about that. Let Amarosa be in there when we go to brunch. Don't. I'm going to have. Uh, the people at Apple Care told me. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, that's what I'm going to hear in my head. Like, it's game time. Whoop that trick. Whoop that. I ain't going to say I'm going to whoop her ass. I'm just saying that's how trill I'm going to feel. She going to get a verbal whooping. I come to the club <laughs> shaking my dress. <laughs> like. We should just start rapping in their face (laughs) like this is our resistance. I'll be in the back chopping it up and Millie whopping. We don't know exactly what to say with you right now because you caught us off guard, but fuck it. I'm just telling niggas to get ready. Find a dance move. Find the corner. Amorosa's here. Five, six, seven, eight. Cash money. Recognize taking over for the night. Just start twerking around her brunch. Just get on the chair and start bouncing that ass. Don't even turn on no music. Just stop. If you feel uncomfortable, I have done my job. (laughs) We just told the people that we got kicked out of OZOs. I really don't want to get kicked out of L'Oreal Plaza. I'll get kicked out of L'Oreal Plaza over a direct action on Omarosa. (laughs) Gladly. Gladly. Let me find an Omarosa in D.C. Don't be in the taco spot. That's all I got to say. Don't be here, fam, bam. I just want to... And I'm going to wait till my meal is done. I just want... Because I love me some Mexican butter at fucking L'Oreal Plaza. Shit's delicious. I just want to... <sighs> 
we sell petty black feminist apparel for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) This has been literally a moment. This has been all black joy for me. Goddamn. Jasmine, I'm serious though. Can we make a pact that we will do something if we see Amarosa out in public? Oh, girl, I was serious. Okay, great. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on twerking. Same. <laughs> I thought that was the agreement. I thought we was making. Okay, great. I thought that was the contract we were setting up. <laughs> great. Just to remind y'all, we are selling petty black feminist apparel on www.theblackjoymixtape.com. I know we told y'all we ain't with this capitalist shit, but we got to pull some money somehow, some way, and we ain't, you know, SoundCloud. We're in the world, but not of the world, <laughs> you know? And, you know, SoundCloud just requires a lot. <laughs> <laughs> These to go bikes in Puerto Rico don't pay for themselves. <laughs> and we got to have happy hour at Millbone. We can't do our direct action if it ain't money in the account. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying there are levels. <laughs> there are levels to this. Anywho. Amber, I'm so thankful. You know, I just want to be honest, y'all. I was nervous. How am I going to be able to show up for Black Joy Mixtape with all the troubles in the world? But that baby, that baby, just. (sighs) I love Black Joy Mixtape. It's so fun. I'm thankful for Black Joy Mixtape, and I am thankful. From our friend Amber. Amber, like, I just really just want to keep telling you I love you. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Thanks, Jasmine. <laughs> just, it could be because I, I have gone three long weeks without seeing your face in person. Y'all, make sure you're telling your people you love them because the world is... For real, though. The world is just so uncertain. And... Yeah. My mama And it's hard My mama always told me Give people their flowers while they here And um mm-hmm. Thank you Lucy for that Thanks Jasmine I miss you I have, I will have like hard weeks Or like need to be petty And I'm just like man <laughs> Jasmine we really appreciate this petty ass moment And you're back this week We have a celebration this weekend By the time the Black Joy mixtape drops I won't be back in the States, but I will be very surely devoutly on my way. I won't get back <laughs> till around 10 o'clock on Friday night. But Damn. Um, just know that I am so excited to record Black Joy Mixtape next week in Black Joy headquarters once again. Also, big shout out to Amber once again. Amber will be on Roland Martin every Thursday, Black History Month, giving y'all a side eye that we need and deserve. Um, so y'all make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all live tweeting. I told y'all I only got TV one sometimes, and I definitely ain't got it tomorrow on the island. So <laughs> if you yes, please tune in. We remember we're gonna we're all gonna buckle down and tune in. Jasmine and I will, you know, share what we can 
They'll be great. If you're willing and able, it's uh, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on TV One. It's News One with Roland Martin, y'all. Just got to do a proper plug. All right. We got, okay, so my list, Petty Black Feminist, check. Amber on Roland Martin check shout outs. <laughs> Make sure you send your shout outs to the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. More y'all need to send them because you see me and Amber ain't got no problem bigging each other up in the middle of an episode. Shit. <laughs> we, we have no qualms with adding more niggas to the mix. <laughs> Amen. So the first shout out is from. Uh, Efuwa. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. I'm just a nigga from Mississippi who, who does what she can, try to respect <laughs> people's names. You told me I can call you by your English name, but I was like, oh, girl, no, definitely not. Especially when I do Black History Month, your name is Hey, man, don't let nobody just switch it up on them all of a sudden. Anybody who's calling you by your, your American name, just force them on this one for right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind hearing your 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 name tortured sometimes, but you know, she told me in an email she ain't, she ain't used that name since high school. But was about to no, wow. never. I would never. She said this. This is so great because I asked. I want to make sure I, I was gonna uh, had a pronunciation right because you know I don't. I just want to do what I can anyway. Amen. Fuwar. Or Efuwe um, sent us a shout out. Um, it goes, I love your podcast and been listening since the beginning. All caps. <laughs> yes, thank you. I've introduced the podcast to all my friends and one of my BFFs from college listens religiously. So I want to shout out a real one, Miss Patterson for number one. Being an amazing friend who also lets me know that I'm not crazy. That's important. Two. Amen. Going to work every day. Miss Patterson, just I just want to say you a good one for doing that. Number three. Because <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm here in body, but not always in spirit. Number three, keeping her nails and toes done at all times. Bitch. So Miss Patterson is a bad bitch. Number four. <laughs> and she you get your nails your nails and, to, and toes stay done and you go to work every day? My God. And, go ahead. That is an amazing friend. We ain't even we ain't through the list. Number four, cooking for two. And sometimes washing the dishes after. Look, if I cook a meal, them dishes might not get done for a solid two, three days. <laughs> All the shit stuck to the pan. Number five, <laughs> not drinking wine on the weekdays. Again, Miss Patterson is way better than me. <laughs> Who is this Miss Patterson? Are you talking about Miss Patterson or Jesus? Because... I don't even know how you do all these things. I'm like, don't drink nails done, hair done, and go to work. Miss Pat, no. Miss Patterson seemed like the kind of woman that reads the Daily Bread every morning, and I appreciate Amen. that kind of dedication. Number six, being smart, fine, <laughs> and black. <laughs> 
<laughs> and number seven, she just got a new job offer. Of course you did. Of course you did, Miss Patterson. Thank you so much for listening. And Fuway, thank you so much for listening and writing us to shout out your friend. Y'all keep loving on each it. other. And whew, glad to facilitate. I want to give Amber the honor of reading the next shout out. Yay! <laughs> the next shout out is very special. It comes from Tilly. <laughs> I think this is special that it comes from Tilly because we literally describe her here in the Black Joy universe as our resident clapbacker in chief of the of the internet. <laughs> if you got something negative to say about Black Joy mixtape or any of the black women that she fucks with personally, you gonna hear that clapback. So don't be out here stealing Black Joy mixtape jokes and think Tilly ain't gonna catch you. Tilly gonna catch that ass. Mm. She's gonna let us know where we will proceed to make fun of you and be able to do nothing about it. <laughs> and <laughs> we, so don't do it. Cause we black women. We come on. Underground Kings like shit. <laughs> underground Kings, you know? So here it is. This is from Tilly. A happy 30th birthday to the Jessica bird is the word. Hey, Boom, bang, Jessica, woo! So here we go. We've been friends for 11 years now, and her friendship has gotten me through things I never believed I could escape from. She showed me what affection and love was even when I pushed it away, and she let me pluck her eyebrows and straighten her hair. Ha, 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 she writes. Seriously, I love doing that. So shout out to Tilly and Jessica. Jessica Bird's birthday is absolutely coming up. We love Jessica Bird here on the Black Joy Mixtape. And Tilly, thank you so much for sending in a uh, shout out for Jessica Bird. We love you, Tilly, and we love Jessica so much. Um, Tilly and Jessica have been friends for 11 years. I have the blessed fortune of knowing Tilly. And Jasmine, you met Tilly as well, right? Totally. And I just want to say the level of trust and accountability involved in your friend pluck your eyebrows is just commendable girl <laughs> but you know Tilly is masterful at it like for she was holding it down and so I know Tilly because um of Jessica because Jessica Bird who is in this shout out is not only one of my good friends and sister friends but she's the reason why I went to the college that I went to probably one of the reasons why I went to college and Tilly attended that college and I have known them since I got there. I literally loved them. Like Tilly and just Tilly was one of the first friends that um, I of Jessica that I met when I visited Chatham um, when I was visiting the school. It's such a sweet story, but I just love this so much. Jessica Bird is turning 30. She's currently on her way to Cuba. So she having this ill ass turn up when she get back and y'all catch the snaps. Catch my snaps. The snaps is going to be lit. Jessica Bird is having a bad and bougie ball for her 30th birthday. And let me tell you, dresses are being ordered. J's are being clean. I literally ordered something with gown in the title, bitch. Like, I'm ready. I almost bought a fur, but then I remembered my insurance premium every month is $245. So I was like, let me cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Let me not... 
Wouldn't that be lovely? A royal blue fur was going to be ordered, but I just I had to be responsible again. Black Joe mixtape ain't ain't paying for the insurance yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Also, just a quick little special shout out to Quita Tinsley, who just celebrated a birthday as well. Um, she's at hello underscore Quita, Q-U-I-T-A. And she's getting a special shout out because she's actually one of the first people to do a write up on Black Joy Mixtape when we first hit the scene. Remember that, Jasmine? For sure. She is a badass member of Echo and Ida. She writes for Feministing. Y'all check her out. She is also a badass board member of the Warrior Wonderful Organization, ARC Southeast, who are making sure that people have access to the abortions that they want and deserve that are also legal. Um, So big shout out to Quita. Like, happy birthday, darling. Ah, shit. So, Jasmine comes back from Puerto Rico and will be live from Black Joy headquarters again. It will be wonderful. There will be a celebration. We might have to have TT the artist come in. I don't know. It's Black History Month. Anything goes. It's our world. God damn it. So, remember to get your petty Black feminist stuff until Monday. Um, That's available for all those who asked. Just head over to the website and click on the petty Black feminist link and get your t-shirts and see all our beautiful listeners and friends rocking their sweatshirts like just so y'all know all of the pictures that are on there link to an instagram profile or twitter and all i'm saying is say hi to each other that's it i'm not saying we a love connection service i'm just saying that y'all fine and y'all deserve to you know go to happy hour together that's all i'm saying why not in a city near you that's it that's all i'm that's um, so Jasmine, where can they follow you? You can follow me at Jazz on your mind, J-A-Z on your O-N-Y-A mind, M-I-N-E across social media platforms at Snapchat, Twitter, and wherever your daddy ain't on, because you know he's just on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I am Amber J. Phillips across social media platforms. Again, y'all, please give me some company on Thursdays on Roland Martin News 1. That's that's just, especially while Jasmine isn't here. It's just hard out here. But anywho, you can find me there talking that shit. Um, also, don't forget to follow Black Joy Mixtape on Instagram and Twitter. And you know what? Sometimes we post things to underscore at we are black on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So y'all can follow those too. Yes. Also, if you follow me on Snapchat, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you know, just speak to me. I ain't, you know, I ain't doing shit most of the time. So just holler at me. <laughs> just say hi to Jasmine, y'all. Just check on. Ain't nothing wrong with her. She just look like a honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like one, too. Mm. <laughs> Like one of those honey buns you put in the microwave just a little bit. Girl, don't don't tempt. All oh, sweet. Don't be tempting the men's as my my grandmama used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, any final words? Goddamn. Fuck nine. Fuck twelve. We ball. <laughs> <laughs> we ball. Fucking we ball. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz again himself. And you just listened to the Black Joy Mixtape. Ever I get to see you soon.